Hey y'all, this is Troy. So I have a word from the Lord to share with you about wealth transfer and also about a one world government. Okay, so these are two separate prophetic words that God gave me on different days. I've seen a lot of words out there about wealth transfer. I wanna point you to one that I shared this last year and it's a wealth transfer word. I've actually shared two of them. Both those links are gonna be below, but these are wealth transfer words that I think people are not going to expect. You know, and I think when I shared them, they were kind of against the grain a little bit, you know, from some of the other words that I was seeing out there or some that I heard. Now, I'll be honest, I haven't listened to a lot of them yet. I do need to say this. There are some people that I've listened to that talk about money a, a lot or prophesy about wealth transfer and stuff that I know are not hearing from God. I'm just going to say that there are some people that I've seen. Now, there's hundreds of people out there, you know, but there's some people I've seen. I know they're not hearing from God because the Holy Spirit has told me that's not me or what they're saying goes against scripture. And then there's other people that I'm on the fence about. I don't know because God has not given me a word about them and I haven't seen the fruit yet. So I don't know. And then there's a few people that I highly trust and know personally that have shared words having to do with wealth transfer that I actually trust. And so there's a lot of different categories out there. What God says in this video, what, what the word I heard from God, what I'm going to be sharing here and presenting to you as a prophetic message is not discounting everything that's been said, yet again, it's pushing against the grain in a lot of ways. Now, I believe God is doing this to shake us up. And part of this word you're going to hear, the word God gave me was he's saying, I'm doing this to shake you up, okay? So if he's doing this to shake us up, we need to be shooken up today, okay? We, we need it. It's for our good, right? God provides for his people during times of need. God even blesses his people, right? Yet, does that mean that every word out there about wealth transfer is from God? Not necessarily. This is Matthew 6, 24. Jesus says, no one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. So right off the bat, if the only thing we ever prophesy about is getting more money, let me say this again. If the only thing we ever prophesy about is getting more money, we're probably either not hearing from God or we're listening to him through a filter of what we want. We're only allowing God to speak certain things, meaning maybe some of those things he's saying are true. Maybe that is really from God, but maybe we're not hearing the other side of the coin, what he also wants to share. And maybe we're putting a limit as to how much he can share. You know, And so we need to be very careful when it comes to things that would lend themselves toward greediness. We need to be very careful. This is Acts 4.32. It says, and the congregation of those who believed were of one heart and soul, and not one of them claimed that anything belonging to him was his own, but all things were common property to them. This is the radical view of possessions and money and material wealth that the early church had after hearing the gospel, getting saved, getting filled with the Spirit, and seeing the signs and wonders for themselves. Man, if you want to get filled with the Spirit today, maybe just try giving something away. <laughs> a lot of people will try a lot of things, right? I'm not telling you to give anything to me. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying find somebody who is in need, find somebody who's in need and give them something that they could never give you back, something that could, uh, they could never repay. And what's going to happen in that moment is there's going to be a test of your heart. There's going to be a test of my heart when we do that. Am I really after God's kingdom or am I still trying to build my own kingdom? And instead of grasping, see the New Testament church, instead of a, having a grasping effect, you know, the gospel didn't have a grasping effect. They, they weren't grasping for things. They had an open hand 
you know, that was the effect that happened. They had this open hand where they said, well, whatever you need, I'm going to give you because we're all in this together. We are fellow believers and we are following after Christ. We're here to help one another. And this is a temporary home. I don't need to store up wealth for myself here. I get to go there and I actually get to walk with Jesus today through the power of the Holy Spirit. And I'm seated with him in heavenly places. So we know everything we have need of God has already given us and he will give us as we need it. But we also know the fulfillment of all God's promises is not going to happen here. Not the full fulfillment. We're going to see promises fulfilled. We're going to see his provision. We're going to see his blessing. But the full fulfillment happens after this life. So this word is for people who live in the United States, but then also I believe it's going to extend beyond that, especially the part having to do with one world government. Okay, so I heard the Lord say this. Now, y'all, this is going to shake some people up. Listen, this is not automatically discount everything you've heard. But at the same time, let the Holy Spirit lead you. If he needs to bring some correction today, just say, Holy Spirit, I'm open to that. I'm open to being corrected. And I don't like bringing corrective words, y'all. I, I, I hate it, to be honest. It's not my cup of tea. I like to encourage people. There's two things that I'm going off of. Number one is, what did God tell me? What did he say? That's what I'm going to share. And the second thing is just the presence of the Holy Spirit. This is the power of God. You know, a lot of times, if I don't feel like sharing something, God will make me do it anyways. It's just like the anointing is, it gets poured out. And I'm like, all right, you got me. I'm going to do it. You know, like, and then afterwards, I'm going to be like, what did I do? But it's like, God wants to confirm. See, God just doesn't want to confirm to me, like what he's saying to me. God wants to confirm to you what he wants you to believe. To us as believers, God is willing to confirm. One of the ways he does that is just through his glory. It's through his presence. And then when we start to take steps of faith, God's going to back that up. Just like the Israelites in the, in the wilderness, they followed the glory of God. This is what I heard the Lord say. He said, there is a wealth transfer coming, but it's not going to look the way you would like. And then he said, one nation to another. And I didn't understand this at first, but then the Lord began to speak about the United States. He said, the wealth is already here where you live. And then he said, ask them this question. And then he had me ask this question from my perspective. Why are we not using it appropriately? And then the Lord said this, and y'all, this is to shake us up. So please, you know, take this with a grain of salt. Hey, baby. Hey, do you want to be on the camera? Thank you. We just got to say hi real fast. Look over there. See, that's, see the camera right there? Hi. Over there. See, that's where everybody's looking from over there. Hello, this is Laura Lee and this is Julian. And daddy. And that's daddy, yeah. There's daddy too. Yeah, that's right. All right, come on, y'all. Uh, y'all have to go out now, okay? Say bye-bye. 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 All right, a welcome interruption. This is what I heard the Lord say. He said, why do you think it's coming here? He's talking about the United States. That's where I live. And he said, if wealth transfer is happening, where do you think it's going? To or from the U.S.? Now, I'm going to stop and say this. I don't believe God is saying that, you know, this is a punishment on the U.S. necessarily, you know, or that he's taking all the money and sending it somewhere else. But this is a kingdom transfer. It's what the Lord is saying. If the resources are not being used to promote the kingdom, to build the kingdom, uh, the, the resources that the Christians have responsibility over, stewardship over, then God is going to move those resources from one place to another where they can be used to build the kingdom. And then the Lord said this. He said, I want you to tell them I'm saying this to shake them up, to shake up their perception. And he said, I know this is hard to hear, but I'm stretching them. So God is stretching us today. He's wanting to mature us. And then the Lord said, if you live in the United States, you are already rich in opportunity. Many of us don't view it that way. We go, God, I need all these things. But if you have a few hours of free time a day, you're already rich in opportunity. 
For some of us, we don't need a lot of resources to do the next thing God has asked us to do. We just need a few steps of faith. We just need to start walking in obedience. And the Holy Spirit does not want to leave us to make that decision afraid. God wants to empower us and encourage us and build us up in faith so that we can make that decision knowing that God has got our back, that God has said yes, that we're moving forward in faith, and that He is going to come through. And we're going to see a miracle on the other side of that step of faith. And then the Lord said this. He said, the difference between those who will be receiving wealth from the Lord in this season and this year and those who will not are whether someone is willing to take advantage of an opportunity for the sake of the kingdom or not. You see, God is going to bless, he's going to fund the projects that are getting done, right? And I'm not talking about projects in the traditional sense. I mean, the things that he is asking us to do. The next thing I heard was the Lord said, that's not what it's for. And then he said, this is the answer to the question, Lord, can you give me more in most cases? So he's saying, many people are asking that question, Lord, I need more. And, and yet his response he's saying in most cases is that's not what that's for and i've had to deal with this y'all as a believer a no from the lord when it comes to financial things the lord say no you don't need that this is what i've learned is every single good desire from god everything that he's placed in our hearts that's a good desire from him there's a us version of that and then there's a god version of it do you know that god wants more than god wants you to have a ten thousand square foot house God wants you to have a house that's filled with the peace of God. And if God gave someone a, a house that big, listen, it would probably be a curse, not a blessing for many people because they wouldn't be able to upkeep it. They wouldn't be able to pay for maintenance on it and they wouldn't be able to clean it. You know, they wouldn't be able to use it to its capacity. Like, like it would be a curse, not a blessing. But God is his, his, his ultimate desire for a house is that it would become a home and that would become a place where the glory of God dwells and people can come in and they can get refreshed and they can find healing and they can be a part of a family. Man, I just sense the Lord saying this for many people today. You have that. The Lord's saying for many people, you have that. The Lord said, I know this is going to be a hard one for people to hear, but I'm giving it to you for a reason because I love my people, not to make anyone afraid of not giving, but rather to turn hearts back to the one who holds everything in his hands. So when the Lord says not to make anyone afraid of not giving, the Lord's not trying to put a weight on people's shoulders and say everything that's in your hand is, you know, you have to give away to, for kingdom purposes or something like that. Just be led by the Holy Spirit. You know, the Word of God says don't give out of compulsion. But we are to give relationally under the new covenant, meaning whatever the Holy Spirit asks, you know, but we're to have an open hand to where when God leads us to do something, we're willing to do it and we're not fighting against what the Spirit of God is wanting to do. And the Lord said, but rather to turn hearts back to the one who holds everything in his hands. So it's, it's all about relationship with the Lord. It's all about what Jesus did for us at the cross. Because of that, we don't have to hold anything. Everything we need is in him. Everything we need, we have in him. We can find fulfillment in him on a daily basis, just being in his presence. And everything else that he asks for from us, like we're willing to give it up. You know, Matthew 10, 39, Jesus says, the one who has found his life will lose it. And the one who has lost his life on my account will find it. This is what he's talking about. Finances is just one small piece of this picture, but that's exactly what he's talking about. And y'all, when I heard this message, this may seem crazy to some people, but I heard all of this from the Lord while I was on a walk. I was going for a walk around our neighborhood. And uh, I remember walking down to the bottom of a hill and I saw in the spirit, suddenly I saw Jesus standing next to me. And the Lord told me to say that. He said, Tell them that you saw me next to you 
while you heard this one. And he said, on the road. And the Lord was, what I knew that his presence was comforting me while I was hearing it. Because this isn't an easy message to share. You know, the easy message would be, God's going to bless everyone. You know, he's releasing all these finances all at once. You know, it's like, could that happen? Sure. I'm not putting a stop on that based on what I've heard, you know, based on what I'm sharing here either. But the truth of the matter is, are we willing to do what the disciples did when they said to Jesus, we've left everything on account of you? Are we willing to do that? And with no strings attached, you see, to them, Jesus, following Jesus himself was worth it. And what do we see ends up happening, you know, even with Judas? The reason he betrays Jesus is because the hope that he had in following Jesus was a temporary hope, not an eternal one. So when the temporary hope went away, then he was willing to sell Jesus out for money. That means his hope was still in worldly treasures. Not, not heavenly ones. But when we as Christians decide to put all of our hope into a heavenly home, a, a kingdom that is not of this world, what ends up happening is the Holy Spirit comes alongside us and he does begin to comfort us. And when we have to do something that's hard, we have to make decisions that are hard or that make it harder on us here on earth for the sake of God's kingdom, suddenly we're able to say yes, because we know that he's right there. He's comforting us. He's holding our hand and he's the one you know, we've learned to trust him and we know this is him. He's the one telling me to do this. So it's going to be okay. And listen, and ultimately he's going to provide even here and now, you know, Jesus says in response to the disciples, when they say, we've given up everything for you, he's, he's like, you're going to have a hundredfold in, in the next life. And, and then he says, and here and now. So it's like, sometimes we get to see rewards here on earth. Other times we have to wait. I heard this and saw this on January 27th. I saw a coining press which is like a coin striking machine, a machine that strikes coins at like a mint. And then I saw that there was a crown on the, the, the design of the coin press. I saw there was a crown on it and a telescope. And that was the image that was gonna be imprinted on a coin. And then I heard Imperial and I heard they're moving to the next phase. And then he said, this is a world market leading ultimately in the long run to world domination. One world market. Striking coins for the purpose of holding nations in check. And now I believe that the Lord's not talking about physical coins here because a lot of things are going to digital currencies, obviously. But I believe this is metaphorical, okay? Striking coins for the purpose of holding nations in check so that they do what they need them to until the proper time when everything is in place to move forward with the next stage of the plan. And then I heard proviso, which is a condition attached to an agreement. And I had to look that up, what that was. And then I heard leading those who would run astray down a dark tunnel, a hole of destruction, a rabbit hole meant to entrap those who happened to tumble down it. And I got this picture of Alice in Wonderland, you know, tumbling down the rabbit hole when I heard that. It's almost chaos, right? It's a picture of chaos or having no control over the situation. But when someone signs the proviso, you know, when someone signs that paper saying, you know, in order to have this money, in order to have access to the system, I'm going to give you this control over me. You know, it's like, that's when the rabbit hole kicks into place. And that's where the world's going to be. But the Lord said this to us. He said, wake up and see the mystery unfolding before your very eyes. It's not an accident and it's not a joke. And then the Lord said, they're bringing the next step soon. But then he said, point them back to the last one you prophesied ahead of time. He's talking, about, he's talking about this word I prophesied in three days in advance. It was about a major money issue that was going to be taking place. And what we saw was three days after that, 
video posted, we saw that a digital currency market was released here in the United States, like a, a digital dollar, essentially. I believe that was a step in the plan, right? That was part of what's happening here. And the Lord is actually relating this to that. So y'all can go watch that if you want to. That video is going to be below this one on YouTube as well in the comment section or the description. And then the Lord said this, he said, trust your worldly riches to a bank, but would you trust your spiritual wealth to my hand, your spiritual wealth? What's he talking about? He's talking about a simple principle that Paul the apostle talks about in 2 Timothy 1, verse 12. He says, for this reason, I also suffer these things, but I am not ashamed for I know whom I have believed. And I am convinced that he is able to protect what I have entrusted to him until that day. See, the apostle Paul had entrusted something to the Lord. And what he's talking about is found in Matthew 6, 19 through 21. It says, Jesus says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. See, what had the apostle Paul entrusted to the Lord that had caused him to not be ashamed of the gospel and to even suffer? He says, for this reason, I also suffer these things but I am not ashamed for I know whom I have believed. See, he had a trust. Another other translations say, I know whom I trust. Listen, the apostle Paul had entrusted his heart to the Lord. he had entrusted his whole heart. And because of that, anything that God asked for after that went with it. So he was willing to hand him his safety, his security, his money, his, you know, the shirt off his back, if he had to, like whatever it was, it was willing, he was willing to follow up on what he had entrusted to God. And that's what Jesus says in Matthew 6, 19, you know, through 21. He's saying, if your money is not where your mouth is, then your heart's not there either. See, sometimes God's going to ask us to do something that's going to limit our blessing here. What we would assume is our blessing, right? It's going to look like, well, I have less now. But when we trust him, when we say, well, it doesn't matter because I'm going to have more then. It doesn't matter because there's going to be a reward in heaven. And I'm going to hand that to you, God, to keep. That's what we're doing here. When Jesus says, store up for yourself treasures on, uh, not on earth, but in heaven. And then I saw this vision, y'all. And the Lord wants to end on a high note briefly, but I saw this vision of huge diamonds right after that. I heard the Lord say, you can be doing a lot of things without storing up treasure. So God's not saying that there's anything wrong with using wealth. That's what he's saying here. He's saying a lot of wealth can be transferred through your hands to, in order to build the kingdom, in order to do things on earth. And even in order to build businesses, in order to fund churches or ministries, in order to do creative things, and in order to build communities, whatever it is that God is telling us to do and entrusting us to do, a lot of money can be used to do that without us storing up treasure on earth. It's not about how much money we have in our bank account. It's about how much we've handed our heart to him, how much we're willing to say yes to him with what we do have. So I know this is a hard message to hear for some people. Man, please be encouraged by the Lord today. Please spend some time with the Lord. God wants to provide. He absolutely does. And I've seen the Lord work financial miracle after financial miracle for me and my family over the years. Listen, God absolutely wants to be your provider. He absolutely does. But he also wants our heart. And I hope that this message has encouraged you in that direction. And so I just want to pray before I finish. Holy Spirit, I just ask that you would help all of us to hear this word the way you want us to hear it, that it would land the way it needs to land, Lord, that whatever we need to get out of it, we would get out of it, Lord, that whatever we need to discard, we would discard, Lord, but that we would run with whatever it is that we know you're saying, God, in Jesus' mighty name. 
Amen. I love you all so much. I'll see you next time. Thank you.